Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna no, just riff, riff it. Oh, oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Green. How is it going, Brandon? Oh, Patrick, it's 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 going fantastic. 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 What have you been up to? Anything old? Any fun old shit? Yeah, man. First off, how was your week? It was good. Good? Yeah, man. You had a fun uh, House of Bricks last Friday? Totally. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, great show. Seeing friends at comedy open mics? Uh-huh. Yeah? Hanging mm-hmm. out? Yeah, Hopefully man. neither of us are dead. How's L.A. where you currently are right now? I'm actually, I just got back. I oh. uh, jet lagged. Ah. <laughs> L.A. was great. I got famous, of course. The listeners all know that. Uh, Listen no. to some Randy Newman. I cannot wait for a month from now where we can really talk about it. I love L.A. Uh, I just listened to an interview with Sean Mulaney, and he said, well, you know, John Mulaney, John John Mulaney, uh-huh. sugar pipe uh, baby. And he was asked, what uh, humorous writer does he really like? And he said that he cited Randy Newman. Really? As like a humor writer that, you know, that he he likes a lot. And I was like, I get it. He's funny. Well, he uh, writes better songs than that guy. Yeah. I love L.A. Um, okay. So uh, how are you? I'm good. How's your heart? It's good. I have a good heart. Been, How's your soul? Been eating bran. Bran, so you can shit. Yeah. Is bran good for your heart? I don't know. I know it's good for your poops. I know it's not bad for it. Um, what are your favorite old people cereal? We always talk about you. kid cereals, but uh, man, I had some crackling oat bran. Yeah. Recently, it's really good. I love a bran flake. Yeah. I had a. That's what we had a lot when I was a kid. Because you know, I love cereal, but you can't always buy the good stuff. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta. Reel it in. I like a brand flake. I like a. Uh, How do you feel about Crispix? Crispix are good. I think Crispix is one of the best, like uh, non-sugary cereals. Yeah, it's crackling just, oat brand Crispix. I've never had a crackling oat brand. I don't know what it's that good. is. Good. Uh, I like a Crispix. I love. Well, I, of course you've love, never had crackling oat brand. I've never even heard of such a thing. Oh man, well, I you're like, losing. It. I like. Uh, I like uh, life and all that. All that kin. Life's pretty high in sugar. I don't think it counts. So, but life is in cri- Crispix, isn't? No, there's like Crispix, nothing in Crispix. Crispix, I put life and Crispix in the exact same box. Life? No, you can't because then there, there's a lot of sugar in life. As much as they should make like a non-sugary life, I'd fuck yeah. it up. Life ain't all about money, but Monopoly I'm surprised is. how much sugar is in Cheerios. Yeah, every cereal. I told I talked about this back when I was in my big uh, no sugar jaunts. Yeah, every cereal is full of sugar except uh, regular sh- stuff. regular shredded. No, well, I maybe, but regular shredded wheat is the only one that I can find at a grocery store that doesn't have any sugar added. Uh, and I like regular shredded wheat. You pour some honey on there. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the big ass brick. Yeah, like, well, you know, it's honey. like milk toast. It's like milk toast. Uh, I used to call it cigarette butts, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, they make shredded wheat. Practice, practice, they, well, practice. They get regular wheat and then put it in the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah, Over yeah. and over. Uh, I, and um, that shit gets it shredded. Do you think they ever did a Ninja Turtles crossover that was shredder wheat? That'd sell. No. It's shredded wheat, but instead of a big brick, it like looks like Shredder's helmet and mm-hmm. face. Uh, what are you, Any old shit? What have you been following? I, I mean, of course, the Cracklin' Oat brand, but oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, any other stuff? Man, I've just been loving that damn raspberry pie. Yeah, man, those games are so fun. It, it it's a lifesaver 
Did I ever? I don't ever. T- I never. You talked ever played about it on an airplane, brother? I have. It yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. But no, uh, I, I mean, I did. Right, but uh, I, I, I never complained about this on the podcast. Oh my god, here we go. Did I ever tell you about this fucking handheld retro console that I ordered on fucking Black Friday? No, to get into it, brother. This thing came up on uh, one of my Facebook ads because I get so much like retro video game shit on there. Yeah. And it looked dope. And it was on sale. Every time out, every Facebook ad that's ever suggested to me, I click on, say it's irrelevant, and then I report them for uh, sexism. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I it was this retro handheld console that had like 400 Nintendo games on it for 30 bucks. Dang. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this thing. It's going to fucking rule. Yeah. And I ordered it on Black Friday and uh it never arrived it like made it to jersey hmm. like in, a month later and then just sat there and i had about 10,000 emails going back and forth with this company in japan or china yeah. i mean just trying to get it and, and everything was automated so i eventually went to the uh the facebook page yeah. and it's the comment thread on there is just People pissed. So many people Dang. complaining about this handheld well, thing. Well, that's like And then eventually eventually after like fucking 40 emails yeah i got a refund oh, it never well, never showed up it, it got so bad that uh they had to give me a refund because uh it was sitting in the location for so long that the tracking number expired damn the uh um i had a thing we had a thing like that once where uh, uh stacy sent me uh, my beautiful wife she sent me a thing a screenshot she's like oh my god you gotta look at this poster and it was a website like a poster site that was selling a um this beautiful uh, so uh, on Parks and Recs, they have Pawnee Park National Park. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this beautiful, like just like the National Park posters that we already have, and like these, you know, those classic uh, uh, National Park art posters. You know, from like the early yeah. 1900s. There was a beautiful one of those, but it was Pawnee National Park, and in it, it had like little Sebastian and like all these like inner references, references to the show. To the show, okay. and it was really great. Um, and she's like, "We got to get this," and I was like, "Oh, sure." And so I click on it. I go to the link to go to buy it. And I'm like, this doesn't seem on the yeah. up and up. This website seems fucked up. And then I saw that it's just one of those goddamn websites that like just steals art and then like prints them out and it's pixelated and looks like shit. Yeah. And that's what I did was I looked at the comments and all the comments are people being like, this thing's terrible. There's a lot of that. Yeah. And there. so then what I did was I tagged the fucking artist who actually did the piece mm-hmm. and tagged him in there to be like, hey, these fuckers are making money off you. And then they just deleted that post. Uh, and it had like... Like tons of likes and stuff like that, so they made a lot of money off this guy's art. Um, yeah, I've had uh, the misfortune uh, of ordering a couple uh, cool graphic tees. Yeah, from the other side of the world that take like six weeks to show up, and then when they got here, they're like some weird fucking different fabric and like a really bad screen. Yeah, I was really bummed out. I but uh, of course, like it, it just sucks. When not only that, you wait forever for it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. That's the the jib of the internet. Like a lot of fucking uh, uh, Amazon sites. If you try to order band T shirts off Amazon, mm-hmm. you have to really look who you're, what the company you're ordering yeah. from, because it'll be no, like I've learned. A I know what to do. Scanned if, image. Pretty much, I found out if you're not gonna get that band T shirt in like three days, yeah, don't get it. No, and it's also I. That's why I always think too. It's best to go through the band's website and stuff like that, so they can get the biggest share of the money. Yeah. But some. Some bands, like, it's hard to find, like, a Gin Blossoms shirt on their website. Totally. You know? So, I, I feel like I've gotten very lucky, like, I, I going through the website and stuff like that. And plus, a lot of bands today, a lot of them are artists and stuff. Like, they're always making new shirts. And Well, fortunately, the uh, band shirts I tend to get off of Amazon yeah. are, like, uh, like uh, 
priest or a maiden shirt. Yeah. They don't need no more money. Yeah, they're good. They're rich. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, those blokes. Those blokes. They're good. They got the cash. Um, Goddamn, what a fun little top of the show. Absolutely. Cereal and rock band t-shirts. That's great. Uh, let's say we take a quick break mm-hmm. and come back with our fantastic guest. Ooh, let's have a commercial. Here's a very special announcement concerning the film Monty Python and the Holy Grail. For the first time ever on American radio, a personal message from the Queen of England. Well, hello, sailors. You know, ruling can be great fun, but just sometimes you want to slip out of your crown, take your ermine truss off and have a good giggly poos. And there's nothing better for tickling my fancy than getting an eyeful of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know, it's bigger than me in England. Thank you, Your Majesty. And we're back. Ooh, what a good commercial. Ooh. Oh, I got something on my hands. Well, okay, okay, yeah, you see, you put your hand on something. Uh, now, fuck, you know, uh, speaking of something on your hands, we got a great guest today. We have a great guest on our hands. We do have a great guest. Ooh, write that down. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, uh, he's a fucking fantastic stand-up comedian, uh, storyteller. I'm throwing that in there. Uh, you might have seen him on Refinery 29's After After Show or something like that. Uh, also on MTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a great podcast uh, with a friend of the show, fan of the show, Real Enough, who we've had on the show. Uh, Micah Brucey called uh, A Little Time Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. go crazy for our friend, Diego Lopez. Oh, oh my goodness. Hello, everyone. I can't get off your hands. Hey, that's What's up, great. baby? That's fun. I'm that's sticky, fun. bitch. We are loaded for bear now. G- uh, Diego, I want to tell you right up at the top. Whoa, wow. I they're not love, That'd up. be so funny. I'd stand on the whole time. Like, <laughs> yeah. interesting yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. That's what we yeah. do. I uh, want everybody to know they're going wild. You know? Oh, yeah. contagious! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we uh, now t- this is a non uh, non a traditional recording day for us. Okay, but we're doing banking a bunch of episodes. Beautiful. So we're punchy. We're loaded. We're ready to go. Yeah, you're, we already you're got fired a, up. We got a, two episodes under our belt already Woo! today. So get ready. Everyone uh, says the third episode in the day is a sweet spot. That's what they That's say. That's where the the, yeah. the, the juices mm-hmm. are. Flowing. Marin says that. Rogan mm-hmm. says that. That's why that. we only do two typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want to get too good. It's too scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we gonna do? We get a sponsor? No. Um, Diego, goddamn! Yes. Thanks for being on the show. Where are you Thank from, you bud? From uh, I was born in New Jersey and grew up in South Florida. Now, ah, the, the yeah. two of the worst places in God's the country. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, where in where were you born? I was born in Patterson, New Jersey. Okay, is that where Princeton is? Uh, it's. I think it's kind of close. To why be quite I, honest, why did I say anything? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know the, where that I think, well? I think I got that from that TV show House. I feel like they've they involved Patterson once. Uh, Everything's pretty close in Jersey. Yeah, and everything's legal in New Jersey. Is it? That's from Hamilton, the musical. You a big musical head? No. Nah, well, we'll get there. Uh, (laughs) Okay, but we're in Florida, South Florida. Where'd you grow up? Um, Like all over Broward County, like between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Okay, all right. So were you like, uh, I've been to Miami a handful of times and it's like a whole thing. Miami's a whole thing. Did you grow up with that whole thing? No, I was... Miami's like a it Miami's like a, almost like a, a New York where like there's a lot happening yeah and like every couple of like blocks it's like a whole different type of neighborhood totally oh, totally okay. and it's also like very like uh it feels like a uh, I don't know I my perception would be like everybody in high schools are like always dressed super hot mm-hmm. everybody's on the edge of fashion and yeah. then cocaine. Well, it's a city built on cocaine. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a ton of banks there. Like, yeah. that's a weird place for a ton of banks. Like, yeah, well, there's a reason. <laughs> um, so I, I didn't grow up in Miami uh, specifically. I grew yeah. up like in the the suburbs of like Fort Lauderdale. Okay. 
Um, what was the name? Forty of minutes of, of my. Do you have a town that you consider your hometown? I mean, the last I I, I graduated from Cooper City High School. Cooper City. I consider Cooper City like my base, but I only really lived there a couple years. I, we always yeah. we moved around a lot. You run, you running from the Coke? I wish. Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> uh, you thought you're a Coke? Uh, yeah, the Coke gets me running. I yeah, mean, right. Would make sense for my you know ethnic standpoint. Oh, for sure. Oh, you're ethnic. I'm cool. I'm ethnic. Cool. Sick. <laughs> that, ethnic. Hey, mark it down. Uh, yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> diversity. Yeah, we uh I. What was your high school mascot? Cooperstown Cowboys. Was it? Cowboys. Cooper City Cowboys. Nice, nice, Heck yeah. nice. Were you like Dallas Dallas shit? Uh, I no, mean, like, I did you guys know. have the Dallas Cowboys logos? And we shit, had or? a weird Pistol Pete guy. Who Kinda, had, okay, yeah, he had his he had like really bowed legged, and he had like a gun, yeah. and then they took the gun away, and that was like a big oh, deal. I wonder if no. did they give him a flashlight like an ET? No, I wish <laughs> that'd be cool. I wonder if they ripped him off because a lot. The, oh, a they lot definitely of the did. They yeah. just like uh, well, the Oklahoma State Cowboys is kind of like. I think like it's yeah. literally the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotta have your bow-legged cartoon Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we are yeah. our, our high school logo was the Nike swoosh. <laughs> no, no one cares. Wait, is that real? No, no, I wish. Oh, <laughs> just, that'd be hilarious. I just think schools don't give a shit. What, <laughs> we were the Sioux High School. We were the Glenwood <laughs> they Rams. Do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I know. Wisconsin, the University of Wisconsin sued Waukee. Iowa, high school in yeah. Iowa. The Badgers? Because their W look. They probably didn't sue. They probably sent a cease and desist. Because that's the same, oh. say, you know, the early stage. Because that's what they did to us. Dude, Our, I love sending cease and desist. Me too. I do it all the time. Uh, we were mean to me. <laughs> we were the Glenwood Rams, and we, uh, and for a while, our high school just was like a new logo, and it was just the Dodge Ram logo, yeah. and it was just gold. Mm-hmm. And we got a cease and desist from Dodge. And I was like, oh, okay. Hello. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> well, sick. Where's your fucking priorities, assholes? Gotta, yeah, stop doing that so you can dodge a lawsuit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So go. then we changed our name to the Pythons. Wait, is that a car? Dodge Wait, Python? instead of just drawing a new Ram no, logo? Okay, I was like, <laughs> whoa, that's a weird a lazy move. A lot of move. failed riffs on this one so far right <laughs> out the gate. Oh, we'll uh, get there. Well, Gates, growing up, you got brothers and sisters? I have an older brother mm-hmm. and a younger sister. Oh, Middle child, sick. big surprise. Nice, nice. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Okay. Uh, and then uh, what was it like? You guys moved around a lot, so it was it hard to make friends? Uh, a little bit, yeah. We moved around a lot. My parents are immigrants, so it was always kind of like... And what's the, where are they where are they immigrant from? They're both Colombian. Colombian. And then, so did they grow up in Colombia and then move here? Oh, yeah. They moved here when they... they well, Weird, oddly romantic story. My my parents were dating in Colombia, mm-hmm. and my dad was like a professional cyclist. Oh, and my bicycles? Mom, yeah, bicycles. Sick. And like a like a you know like road. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, my they they kind of had like a fight and kind of broke up. Oh, and no. my mom took a tour of the United States. Uh huh. And my dad uh, sold everything he owned, including his bicycle, yeah. to chase her to the United oh, States. Oh, that's beautiful. And they stayed in they they like met and they had my brother in Beacon, New York, and then had me in New Jersey. Oh, cool. And my little like on the trip. Sister. Basically, they that's cool. Yeah, 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 just yeah. got it in wherever they could. Oh, did they ever do like is. the track racing too? Like, I don't know uh, if you ever did velodrome stuff. Yeah, because those wow. always make me feel I've did uncomfortable. That. The really You've done velodrome? Yeah, a little ones. bit. You ever They're fucking terrifying. You ever, done, you ever hear of a thing called ragbri? If I say ragbri to you, does that mean anything? No. Hmm. It's a big uh, bicycle, uh, what is it called? It's, uh, it's a the ride. Register's Annual Great Bike Ride Across Iowa. Yeah, and it happens every year. Oh. And like, what's that fella's name that sucked, that did all the drugs? Uh, Lance Armstrong? Yeah, he did it a bunch of times and stuff. <laughs> My friend Tony? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a big bicycle ride that every year it goes across from, from Mississippi River to Missouri River. And oh, then they shit. always pick different paths, but when it happens, it's like a big boon for whatever little small town it's. Of stops course, in. Um, and I'd be—I don't know. Yeah, I always like, wonder it, how big it is in cyclists. It's pretty world. big. I had some guy. I'm trying to think of who, but somebody in New York. Yeah. was just like, "Oh, you're from Iowa. I did Ragbri." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, after that's a sick. show, and I was like, uh, "Yeah." I w- so I was more of like a hipster fixed gear sure. kid in Miami, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Velodrome is fixed gear. It's a track. That's okay. what they started. A track bike. You ever? Now, can I ask you? Maybe this is a crazy. Question. Have you ever done that thing where you ride it like up around a, like a globe? You know? No, that's you more BMX done? stuff. Yeah, I guess you're right. I never yeah, did BMX. It'd be hard to pedal fast enough to it's get insane. up there. It, yeah. Also, the 
size of the wheels. Legs, so I can see it. You know, when they really do that with motorcycles, though, that's pretty dope. The, mm-hmm. They do the mini Put them in a cage and mm-hmm. then. That's always in some good post-apocalyptic uh, yeah. movie. The Simpsons type movie, Homer the did Simpsons that. Simpsons movie or yeah. Pace be- a Place Beyond the Pines, very horny Homer, movie. Wait, oh yeah. Is well, that any Ryan Gosling? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Gosling even any, does. Any Gosling movie is a horny movie. Horny. That guy's that guy's a horned up. I'm horned up. Thinking yeah, about he's great. Ryan, <laughs> our friend of the show, Ryan Solomon, who I just spent two weeks with, uh, he uh, uh, had a great. Uh, he has a, used to have a great joke about like. Uh, he was talking about it, how every movie he thinks instead of Ryan Gosling, it should just be Ryan Gosling kissing Ryan Gosling, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then I think about it, like, whenever I kiss my wife, it should just be Ryan Gosling kissing my funny. wife. And then she's like, wait, is that you wanting to be Ryan Gosling or are you wanting me to kiss Ryan Gosling? And he's like, both. Yeah, yeah. either. Honestly, it Whatever. should just be Ryan Gosling kissing Ryan Gosling always. <laughs> uh, hot dude. I'll take it. No, yeah. Great rod. Yeah. Um, you seen his rod? His rod is out there. No, I just I, I think about it. A lot. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. I got, I got some. The imagination. Yeah, you got a lot of free time. Yeah, I got oh, a lot. You of think sketches. about it enough. All of our rods. Will Can be I ask out there. what you mm-hmm. did on these two weeks with him? Uh, yeah, we just pretty much talked about Gosling's That's rod. Right. Oh, you were on a yeah, little yeah. tour with him. I wasn't on tour with Gosling. No, 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 no. I was on tour with my buddy Solomon. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talk about his rod a couple times too. Of course. Okay, that's good. Okay, so you're in you're in Florida, hot, pretty hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty humid. What was that life like growing up there? Were you into what were you into? Movies, TV, sports, hockey. Sounds like you. Oh yeah. Oh really? I played a lot of hockey. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. Of anybody that I'm friends with in New York comedy, I think you are the most interesting. I think oh, it's great that we were finally having you on the show. Sure. Because I can't pinpoint your shit. A lot of times, comics <laughs> are super easy to pinpoint. It's yeah. like uh, they were in an indie rock band and then they sucked and yeah. then they got into comedy, or they were like a baseball player and they sucked and they got into comedy. But yeah, you do hockey. You still yeah. do hockey, right? Yeah, yeah. I started playing again. That's I played insane. once a week over. Um, uh, over by Dumbo, there's the Pier 2 parks. The fuck did you call me? All right, you get it? It's like a bit. <laughs> Which are beautiful because yeah. it's outside mm-hmm. and you're just skating and you just see the yeah. New York City skyline. It's oh, cool. yeah. it's one of the best parts did of my you, week. Um, so, is this ice or roller or both? I played or? mostly roller because it's much cheaper. I of did course. play ice. Yeah. Um, now what do you do? Just roller. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Ice yeah, is yeah. so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's one thing I know about hockey is at least in Iowa, mm-hmm. rich kid sport. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, really yeah. is. Because they do clubs. So it's like... Oh, we had to go to Ohio this weekend for yeah. our hockey tournament. Well, and just like ice skates are fucking expensive. Yeah. Pads are expensive. Ice you know? time. Ice time mm-hmm. is expensive. I didn't even know oh, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Really adds up. Yeah. I, I got. I, I kind of stumbled into it like in a neighborhood. We moved into a neighborhood. It's weird to be hockey. I never put a hockey in Florida together. Well, you know? the thing yeah. is, a lot of snow, people that are from Canada or mm-hmm. Northeast moved to Florida. Yeah, I guess oh, that yeah. makes sense. And like, yeah. we like hockey. And then yeah. the Florida Panthers became a thing. Yep, totally, totally. And uh, the Lightning Bolts, like right at the same Tampa, time. Yeah, the Tampa Lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little more north. But yeah, you. Uh, who was your team? Was it then the Florida? No, it was uh, the New Jersey Devils. Oh, for sure. Because I'm like, Home and they're base. good yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time. They won the Stanley Cup in 2000, and that's mm-hmm. when I really started paying attention to NHL hockey. Yeah. I fell in love with Scott Stevens. Yeah, uh, he's great. One of the best hitters Oof. of all time. And uh, yeah, I started playing like around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then in eighth grade, I started playing like on teams. And sure. like I'd already, like I'm kind of, my, my type of insane is I like being alone and working like at my crack, like, yeah, at my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be in my garage just puck handling for totally, hours totally, totally. and like just shooting and breaking my mom's uh, di- uh, washer dryer. Mm-hmm. So by the time I went onto a team and it was my first ever time on an actual team, I was one of the best players in the league. Yeah, yeah, like, that's cool. I came cool. out of nowhere. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. You ever do a triple D in a game? Yeah, but that's not really a thing. <laughs> you know, right? It's, it's fun, so funny huh? the things in Mighty Ducks that yeah. are considered a thing. Like to, A, Triple D is just moving the puck left to yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And B, like a knuckle puck would never work. No it's like one of the worst options. Yeah. What, the flying V is offsides, isn't flying it? Flying V is, <laughs> oh, it's, it's so dumb. It's offsides and yeah. you never leave your defenseman. It's it's so dumb. Yeah, it's great. I, uh, the, um, see, I grew up a Penguins fan. Love Penguins. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mario Mio, I think, in my opinion, oh the best player ever. He's played. my favorite. I love him so much. My f- lucky number to this day is number is 66 in mm-hmm. all situations because of Lemieux. 
Uh, and uh, so I grew up a huge uh, hockey fan, but we never fucked with it at all until like maybe my high school, uh, the UNO, University of Nebraska, Omaha, they started a hockey program and they are huge. They're great. They're like oh. a crushing, you know, always in the frozen four and stuff. But like out of nowhere, this small, it's not even like the University of Nebraska. It's the University of Nebraska, Omaha. Yeah. But it's sort of crushing. So then we went to tons of games and stuff, but I never played it other than rollerblading in like the basement or the backyard, yeah, yeah, you know? That's what's crazy about college hockey though. Is it's all these just random colleges you've mm-hmm. never heard of as far yeah, as St. Cloud is great. Wise. And yeah. Then, Cloud, yeah. yeah. And then it's just like New Hampshire and mm-hmm. North Dakota State. Yeah. And random Michigan schools you've never heard of. Totally, totally. Like A&T. What? Yeah. I saw um, St. Cloud play uh, the Badgers, Wisconsin Badgers one time. Uh, and it was like the most intense hockey game I've ever been to. And I've been to like some NHL games now, you know, but they just were so lit up. And, yeah, they're way more supportive. Uh, yeah. And Easy. I heard then that um, the hockey players, maybe you did this, maybe you can speak to this. They used to put chew, chewing tobacco packets in their toes mm-hmm. because they would sweat and the skin is so loose there that it would just get right into their body. So oh. while they're playing, they're juiced up on that's, fucking tobacco. I haven't actually heard of anyone yeah, doing that. I was like, that's what be, all, yeah. all of the, because all the kids that went to St. Cloud, that even though they weren't on the team, they played all through high school and they would be like oh yeah yeah they're losing their minds on thc it's fucking wild heck yeah no the wilds that's minnesota you're right uh okay so you're playing hockey and stuff like that yeah is that was that the only sport you ever played um i played soccer when i was a little kid but i yeah. hated it soccer sucks kinda. it's boring it's especially boring. when hockey's an option i think yeah especially you as know? a kid because it's just pandemonium and mm-hmm. a bunch yeah. of kids running around kicking the ball and if you're not fast enough Totally. I remember the ball. Get the ball. Yeah, I remember if the ball ever came near me. I would just kick it off, like out of bounds. Yeah, and the coach would be fine. like, "You stop doing that." I'm like, "Okay, but it's better if they had it." Yeah, he goes, right. "Yeah, technically, I guess." <laughs> that's I'm like, all right. Well, thank you so much. And you're like, um, you're writing up plays now. Uh, when you did you play hockey for the high school team? Yeah. So okay. uh, I started playing. I tried out freshman year, got on varsity. Uh, Dang. Sophomore year became captain. Dang. Our our senior year. What was your jersey number? Twenty three. Okay, Scott Gomez. Is a fir- no, Scott Gomez, the first Colombian yeah. NHL player. Oh, look at that! Um, Representing. Yeah, uh, our senior year, my ice team won districts, mm-hmm. and my roller team won a national title. Oh, sick! Yeah. Damn, dang. Uh, were you? At, did you ever get to do like TV, like roller? Because I remember we used to watch roller hockey on like TNT and on shit. ESPN. Or the, ESPN. Cuba Junior yeah. owned part of that comp- that, that oh, roller fuck. hockey league. That's he good. Even, I think he even played once in a while. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, the but idea, they played man. ball with a ball. Yeah. I hate ball hockey. No. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we always played with a ball, but then when I was, because we used to, my basement, my parents' basement, uh, so like we lived downstairs and then we built the upstairs and then we moved upstairs. And so we just had this big basement to play, to do whatever the fuck. It was cement floors and everything. And, uh, but it wasn't a, it wasn't like an arena because there was, there's one old room here and one old room here. And so like it was a weird shape, but we'd play hockey all the time and we would always play with balls. And then uh, one time we like took out some plumbing and we had a little PVC pipe perfect size of a puck mm-hmm. and so then that became our puck until we literally like because hitting it so much drove it down to the point where it was too small to use as a huck it oh, just it wouldn't wore make down sense. like an eraser but we wore it down but it was like you know like when you play guitar and you get like the this the pick marks in the guitar yeah, or something yeah. like that it was like that like look what we're doing to this puck we're playing so much you know great. but then if we tried to actually go play with guys who actually play like right. you we would have been fucking got our asses kicked you know sure but in the basement fucking jj and Fucking Alistair. There's different rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about fighting in uh, like hockey. high school hockey? Um, Is that just like not allowed? Or? Yeah, it wasn't allowed. You were allowed to kind of like get a little chippy and mm-hmm. you're going to be a little more shoving than probably other sports yeah. just because of the tradition of hockey. Yeah, yeah. 
And since I was a captain, I definitely had to like step up for like yeah. kind of uh, go to bat. Yeah, go to bat for my teammates. And like I got a couple push, pushes around. I threw a punch here and there. Mm-hmm. But like you're wearing a full face face cage because mm-hmm. you're you're a kid basically. So like it wasn't really as uh, all out as an NHL fight would be. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get hurt playing hockey? I've hurt my I hurt my wrist before a game once and had to tape it up a bunch mm-hmm. and like. What they do? Make you take a stick, circle it out, do an Adam Banks. Actually, it didn't happen. Yeah, I was I was thinking it was gonna happen, but my coach was the one that taped. Yeah, it. He was like, "We need you for this game." I don't sure, shit sure. If it hurts or not. Um, no, I was really. I've been. I've been really, really lucky with my athletic endeavors, where I haven't really taken that bad of an injury. Yeah. In one of my fights, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah, because you're a fighter now. Yeah. And now, where? When did that start? When did you get into? When the, I moved to New York. You. So how long ago was that? 2009. So 10, so I've been not here 10 that years. Long. Really? Yeah, I, assume, 10 years. I always assumed you started fighting early. Yeah. Uh, and what led you to that? Um, when I moved here, my best friend who was living here kind of suggested I do that because mm-hmm. he had some friends doing it. He's like, hey, any... bud, you got some anger shit. <laughs> no, he's like, you you like exercising, and this yeah, seems like a thing a couple violence, of my friends are yeah. doing. I just got kind of like obsessed with it. Yeah. And then, like, a couple years in, I'm like, I would like to do a fight and just mm-hmm. see how I would react. Because that's my whole thing. Like, I never, I didn't want to be a fighter forever. It's a very difficult life. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to see how I would react in a cage when the door locked. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's you and this guy. Let's mm-hmm. see if you're going to bitch out right now. You and know? so uh, what? So technically you were doing MMA. Is that what it's MMA, considered yeah. and everything? It's martial arts. Um, and what is your, do you have like a uh, uh, background? What's your background? Do you have like a type of fighting that you no, specifically do? No, because I or? started with MMA. Okay. And uh, it just kind of opens up to everything? Yeah. So okay. like you, when you're an MMA fighter, you can kind of... Uh, lean your game to whatever you prefer mm-hmm. at this point in the evolution of mma it's very much its own martial art where in the beginning there's like a judo guy versus yeah, yeah, a yeah, sambo yeah. guy yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. exist anymore because there's too many holes in an individual game yeah so you have to be a very well balanced fighter um i would say what made me stand out was i had a uh, pretty good boxing and good submissions Oh, good. and that good boxing was just natural, or had you boxed no, just, already? No, 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 just work. Just okay, a lot of a lot. Yeah, the thing. I'm not practicing and stuff. Good at anything. I'm good at sacrifice and just being in a room and going. Yeah. like, I'm gonna do this. You seen, your, yeah, like yeah. puck handling. The I'm same just gonna do as this. Just going and working out. Yeah, I like re- just repetition mm, yeah. of, of uh, movements. This might be a silly question, but did mm. do you think hockey prepared you for MMA in an yeah. interesting way and stuff like yeah. that, or what? Or what did you take from that? It's just just that I know what the road is like. I know what it takes to be good yeah. at something. Yeah, and it takes putting in time, the work. taking yeah. your licks. Yeah, it's no different than fucking stand up. Stand up, and yeah. that's what got me good. Well, not good, but like ready for the ideas of stand up mm-hmm. and yeah. understanding that like you're not going to be good at this right away. You have to actually do the wrong things early on to mm-hmm. like gain those lessons. But it's like when you try to get ahead of yourself, you can really kind of uh, screw yourself. Kind yeah, of. totally. It's and and I like that's what I love about. I didn't have that necessarily in other aspects of my life, really. But that's what I love about stand up is I love mm-hmm. the things that I would do something when I was a year in, and then mm-hmm. I would cringe and I hate it. Christ. And then it taught me so much for the next six months. But you're like, oh yeah. yeah. And now you, you look back on them like you know it's amazing. Um, you train a lot of kids too, right? Um, yeah, that's what you do. Did you? Oh, how long did you fight? I fought only for like three years. I yeah. had like six or seven fights. I was undefeated champion. And when I won my title, I'm like, that's all I need. I, yeah, just, well, yeah, I wanted yeah. one little like check. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I did it. I know what I'm talking about. So yeah, when yeah, I do yeah. teach, you can see like I've done it. So you feel like you you, you feel you like got you got out it all like out you just there. told a great joke. You know? Basically, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Right. went out on top. Yeah. That's do all you, I is need. that how you feel with comedy? Do you think you do like uh you know, you do the Tonight Show and then you're out? You're like, I did Maybe. it. I'm done. Wouldn't that be funny? I've learned about uh, myself. What a miserable life I feel like that would be. <laughs> it's hard to get out of comedy undefeated. I know. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. What's your record in comedy? Hell, <laughs> man. I don't even know. It's. 
great. Yeah. Uh, so you did it for three years. And then what was that? Was that a certain league or was it, you know? It was like a bunch of different little promotions yeah, wherever yeah, I could yeah. fight around the time. And how and many fights was it? Do you know? Like six or seven, I think. That's yeah. crazy. That's so cool. I, I mean, uh, I never, I don't know anybody that is in that fighting world. I just texted a friend of the show, uh, Fantasy Show Real NF, her Gideon Hamburger, you know? Hmm. Uh, he's got a friend who is doing on that UFC track and like has uh, a guy he went to high school with who like, um, has done the thing where he's like the yeah. third fight on two or three different UFCs, you know? That's great. I'm trying to figure out his name and stuff like that. But he was like he'd got been gotten beaten bunch, yeah. Iowa's got a pretty good pipeline well, to I mean, that. The, the, it's one totally, of the best yeah. wrestling states in the country. Yeah. Ace Iowa and New Jersey are probably two of the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm, I'm obsessed with Dan Gable. I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Iowa and Iowa State both for so many years always head to head at the uh national championships and shit like mm-hmm. that. Well, mm-hmm. I, under Gable, they won ten national championships yeah. in a row. And Kale, Kale, Kale Sand, was he was uh, Iowa State's uh, coach for a handful of years. Yeah, and he kind of uh. they they didn't really like how he left. Yeah, either, and he immediately turned Penn State into mm-hmm. a powerhouse. It's crazy. Uh, there was a I was just in Pittsburgh uh, a couple months ago, and it was during the NCAA wrestling championships, mm-hmm. uh, and it was so surreal because you'd be walking down the street in Pittsburgh, and I just saw so many fucking Hawkeyes and Cyclone yeah. shirts, and I'm just like, wow, what is happening? Of, oh, you yeah. know, a lot of thick necks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of weird ears. You know, yeah. uh, goddamn. One thing you can say about all, all of that, like uh, uh, mixed martial arts and wrestling, is just uh, you get. And you've already said where you just got to work your fucking ass yeah, off. Yeah, And it's a different level of work than a lot of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I can remember I did football practice. I was fine. I, get, I did like a three days of wrestling mm-hmm. until I was like, all right, that's enough for me. You got to do it before and after work, yeah. school. And yeah, yeah. Just like the wrestling programs are just like beyond ridiculous. I think compared. wrestling is possibly... Especially in terms of high school kids, yeah, the most difficult physical thing that they that you could possibly do. It's so impressive to me what those kids oh, put themselves through. The kids that go to state at wrestling, yeah, they're never cool, yeah, you know, because they're busy, yeah, they're too yeah, busy yeah, 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 yeah. It's because they're wrestling nerds, and that's like and all so, they yeah, can do. Totally, uh, Gideon's Burt. He got back to me. His friend was a guy named Tony Sims. I don't know if you know that fighter. Uh, hmm. And then he also went to high school with a fellow named Seth Rollins, who's in the WWE. Oh, that's if you funny. Know that yeah, guy. Yeah, I know, I know that him weird? because of Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird how like Gideon is connected to two different, but also like successful fighters or whatever. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then he's just a piece of shit. You know, doing commercials. God, one of the and worst shit. person. He's just a dumb fuck. <laughs> I thought they. I like Gideon. Players. He's fine. Uh, okay, so when you were doing, uh, did you you never did wrestling in high school? Then no, I played. That's hockey. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Uh, I wonder what the. Do you know? Is there were there other fighters? You know, or do you know of other fighters who went like hockey? You know, MMA, you know? No, but... I feel like I, there's probably a track that usually you'd be on. But it's it's more, I think, what happens is... Because fighting is pretty new to a degree. Totally, yeah. As a sport. It's a lot of times athletes that transition. That it, It's not necessarily that you've been doing that discipline. It's that you understand what it takes to be good at an athletic okay. endeavor. So like football yeah. players or something football like that that graduate out of it. Do that. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, there's a couple of basketball players I know that do MMA. There's... Um, a lot of like, there's like a couple track guys. Sure, like, sure. You just know how to sacrifice. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. it is. But fighting takes a specific type of person mm-hmm. because it's it's one thing to be able to be good at uh, like hitting the mitts yeah. or even doing like uh, uh, like a lot of working out. Yeah. But you have to be able to, to be okay with being hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, not... it's a very different, different thing. And on have top you... of that, like uh, the mental side of everything in that it's just got to be ridiculous. Losing because, a, yeah. Because it's so much technique is involved. And if you 
can't handle being hit while mm-hmm. somebody's also trying to get their yeah. arm, your arm over their chest. Yeah. 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 They try to do a math problem while I fucking slap you in the face. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, going to work. Yeah. And so you say you haven't been hurt too bad? Yeah, but pretty lucky. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've hurt my shoulder in one of my fights mm-hmm. and was still able to win that fight. Luckily, I, uh, you know, I've over rotated an elbow and I've, I've held onto arm bars for too long, you know, been mm-hmm. in arm bars for too long. It's so like little things like my body hurts here yeah, and there, yeah, but yeah. like, I think in 10 years I've gotten two black eyes. Damn, that's crazy. Like it, it, I've been very, very Have lucky. you, have you hurt anybody by, yes. like, you know what I mean? Like, have you broke a bone or something? I've broken two <sighs> people's noses. I broke one guy's collarbone and I apparently uh, like broke some guy's shoulder or something. One of my fights, I can't remember. Wow. He didn't tap. Yeah, 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 but yeah. Like, but it, it happened. The you adrenaline is kind of yeah. like saving you to a degree. That's crazy. I feel like that's What's, the thing that I would like, once you, I did that, if I hurt, if I broke, I mean, given you're in a fight, it's a different situation, but I feel like if I broke somebody's nose or broke somebody's arm, I would never stop thinking about that, about like it, doing that, you know? It's, it's, it's a, a kind of a gamble you have to respect that the person, cause like most of the injuries mm-hmm. I've unfortunately caused has been in hard sparring. Yeah. So they're kind of my teammates. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and it's like what, what you do is you have to respect the fact that this person is coming to you mm-hmm. at this moment to go, I need you to push me. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're babying me. When I go into a real yeah. fight, it's gonna hurt. I'm going to be yeah. used to a, a certain luxury that level, exists. Yeah. So unfortunately, it's been it's been again when it's, it's like okay, we're going hard sparring. Mm-hmm. I can go light and not hurt. Yeah, anybody, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it, it's it's a it's a decision and, and a a kind of um, emotional barrier you have to surpass to be to get to the next level in that skill set. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah. It's really really difficult. Dang, that's uh, why I want to stop fighting. I don't want. I don't yeah. like hurting people. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, have you been in fights? Like regular fights, like on the streets or anything like that? Not since learning how to fight. Okay, yeah. I've had the opportunity to. I've yeah, had yeah, people yeah. like get in my face or say really rude things to me. Mm-hmm. But it's like when when you when you learn how to fight and you're you're decent at fighting, you understand the true consequences of violence and you recognize they're not ever really worth it mm-hmm. or necessary. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only because those people were attacking me. Totally, and totally. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck what people around me in a room think. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what that person thinks of me. I know who I am mm-hmm. and I know what I'm capable of. So this person calls me a little bitch or something yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah, yeah. at the party's like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But if someone like touches another person, yeah, totally. Then I, you that's know. the thing that I, yeah. And I, I gotta say that I was a high yeah. yellow belt in taekwondo, so I totally understand yeah, your you fighters mentality. <laughs> uh, that's the thing that like uh, I, because I just see when I think and not like I just think of the, the amount of times because you're like you look like a ripped guy, you know, you've muscle whatever. I could just think of the amount of times that you see just those douchey assholes who like. The kind of the kind of mentality that's intimidated by that, yeah. I would think that all the time people are like coming at you with that kind of an energy, you know. Like when bit. my brother was in the military and he would come home, and it's like he would sell. He was an airborne ranger. He'd sell that. My I just remember was an airborne. No shit. Was that's airborne. a great disaster. Uh, he would go to. Um, I just remember going to the mall with him when he was in that time, and just fucking douchebags like in you know their fucking like motorcycle t-shirts like sizing them up all the mm-hmm. time and i'm yeah. like is that what your life is now you know vaguely Ugh. i think i'm lucky here yeah that doesn't, new york isn't really like doesn't have that many type yeah of people. totally yeah and that's more of like a, a small town small town thing. mentality totally Stallone totally, would totally. talk about how when he was uh, sylvester after, uh-huh sylvester, sylvester yeah uh, i didn't know it was frank yeah you'd good yeah, point his brother it could be frank uh, <laughs> he was at bars people would like try to like fight him he's like yeah that's a character i'm mm-hmm. not yeah. a boxer totally <laughs> like, totally chill yeah. the fuck out fucking arnold just had to do try and drop kick him i saw yeah, that yeah, that's fucking yeah. nuts yeah. he's the best man oh, arnold schwarzenegger yeah. we love him yeah yeah Big he, fan he, of he uh he just did the trailer for the new terminator movie yeah yeah and he posted it on reddit mm-hmm. and then uh oh that's right yeah it became it like pre- an ama it pretty much became like a ama on reddit and uh 
Man, just like he's such an inspiring fucking dude. Somebody the, asked what, him like, like uh, this one scene in I think in uh, I don't remember some movie one scene and he they're like what did you think in this scene and he like replied with like a fucking five paragraph of like all these other alternate ideas he had for yeah. it. And he's like, I was going to pull out this guy's arm and then rip the guy's arm and hit him with the arm. And it's like, oh man, you've been thinking about this since 84, haven't yeah. you, man? Yeah. Like, it was really fun. Uh, Let me give you a hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. That bird uh, bit about him is like always so... Which one? I don't know. Burr not... just like lists mm-hmm. the things yeah. he's done. And he goes, oh, like, yeah, you yeah. think he can fuck his housekeeper? Who gives a shit? <laughs> think he gonna get away with it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, golly. Uh, Two great men. What was, that? what was that? Was that your shit with movies? Was that my like shit? Like growing up, were you like an Arnold Schwarzenegger head? No, or? I was oddly enough, like I got, I, I my parents, <laughs> you know, allegedly, we got like a legal satellite, like sure, free satellite. Yeah. We can admit to it. And I, we I talk got, about shit, legal shit all oh, the time. Okay, you know? I kind of fell in love with IFC. Oh, okay. And like independent movies, so like good films, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, I kind of just started like keeping a list of li- movies people would talk about, mm-hmm. and like I would keep it like literally a written list. Yeah, I'm like, I got to see this and got to see this, and like, I'd watch movies like Love Liza, like oh, just super sure. yeah, sad yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. I'm like, is that the one with Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife dies, and mm-hmm. it's like, I like this, but I'll never watch this movie again. Yeah, I watch yeah. a lot of those kind of movies. That's the, I think that that was kind of what I was when I was. We were talking about it with the last week's episode. Uh, when I work in a blockbuster and like after you're there for a little bit, you immediately everything that everybody wants to watch, you can't watch no more because yeah. you're like, you can't see the dumbest person on earth be like, oh, man, I love that robot movie. And you're yeah. like, I can't watch that robot movie. Uh, so that's why when I got into all that kind of stuff and watching the like, uh, that was one of those movies at the time and like the red violin and all these like weird. Yeah. Th- again, you never need the to see again. It's the most depressing movie ever. <laughs> that's like the third time the woodsman's come up in the Dude, last month really on this podcast. Good, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's very so, problematic to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, here's yeah. a movie about a pedophile that you're going to root for. Totally. Like, fuck. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Casey Slango said on the show that that was the only DVD he owned for he like a, a few about years. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why you mentioned it. I've that's talked hilarious. to him about it. I've served, I used to work in the Upper West Side oh, in the restaurant. I love I've it. served Kira Sedwick and oh, Frank. That's uh, awesome. And Kevin Bacon. Frank, Frank Bacon. Bacon. What if you knew? Uh, She's fucking around with yeah. Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're so fucking nice. Oh, Especially sure. Kira. They're the nicest people. Yeah, I've ever met. God, son, I can see it. His son works at Over the Eight. Yeah, yeah, I know him. He's Wait, like is that real? He's a cool dude, yeah. He's like, know that? punk bands. Oh, I fucking think I know that now that I think about it. Yeah. I had his son's band on from the Napster days. Because it was like a thing that you could download his kid's band. It was like Kevin Bacon's son's band. And he was like in high school. That's crazy. All right. Uh, So you liked all those indie films. Did you, were you into cartoons? Do you have any superheroes (laughs) or anything like that? What was your, what was your brand? My favorite cartoons were probably Street Sharks or Biker Mice from Mars. (laughs) Or. You're reverencing everything that has not been released yet on this podcast because we're banking a bunch, but we just, we just did a fun size of uh, Biker Mice from Mars last week. beautiful. It's a fun show. We've never watched it. And uh, yeah, Yeah, it's weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit darker for a kid's show than I I remember. I haven't watched one of the episodes in a long time, but I remember liking those. I loved any kind of martial arts stuff. Um, cartoons. Sailor Moon. I watched because I had a little yeah. sister. Yeah, and we would walk home from elementary school when my brother was already in middle school. And by the time we got home, Sailor Moon would be playing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we'll watch this together. Like I'd watch it with her, just be like, oh, whatever. Totally. But I started liking. Did you get it. into it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I was the exact same way, but not with Sailor Moon because my sister was older. Was with um, One Life to Live and uh, oh. General Hospital. <laughs> so like, oh. I know there's this weird period from like probably like. I guess like fucking preschool, so like 89, 90, 91, I knew every storyline on One Life to Live in General Hospital. And then uh, when I got out, when I got to middle school, I started going to hang out with my grandma all the time, and my grandma loved all those. So then it's like 98, 99, 2000, and it was a lot of the same people, and it was super and weird. And the same sto- uh, storylines, Same too. things, yeah. They're just moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, 
well, I'm sorry. I would watch some like Spanish soap operas with my mom. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that the, what blew my mind about it, like English American soap operas, like those, they don't end. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Which to me is like, why would I even watch this mm-hmm. then? Yeah. There's never gonna be that satisfying. Totally, finish. totally. And they're it's like so the ones f- that are going now that are still mm-hmm. on have been going sixty years. Yeah, fuck that. With the same two families, and they reuse. They they admit it. Like, yeah, same storylines. They just like arc. Back and forth, they where it's to. like well, they're going to do the lost cousin story yeah. again. My job at work, uh, uh, we have daytime television on all the time because in the morning it's always the Today Show and you know mm-hmm. stuff like that, The View or whatnot, which is what we do. But then they still have those like uh, the Brave and the Bold will pop up, and it'll just be on for an hour, and then it'll go back to weird chat shows for a while, yeah. and then General Hospital will be Young on for an and hour. the Restless is still on. Yeah. After the Price is Right, yeah, and you see the same faces, and the same fucking actors are still. There's on something there. awesome. The guy that plays Victor, yeah, totally, yeah, Victor, just like is getting rolled into the set like every day. It's to, so like, weird too that like the way they do those shows is it's like because each season has like fucking like 180 episodes or something. There is no season. It's they daily. Do it every day. It's 100. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but like um. So, like, they're writing on the fly. And, like, the joke of how soap opera acting is stilted and stuff, it's because they're reading cue cards. It's mm-hmm. like it's like yeah. SNL sketches just happening live, you know? That's so funny. Uh, yeah, the production behind crazy. those shows is really, yeah. really interesting. Was Young, there, was there Young any... and the Restless is a very good title, though. Yeah, it yeah. Is, right? Like, yeah, I, like yeah. that'd be like a hardcore band. Yeah, I was just about to say, totally, yeah. yeah it sounds <laughs> like, like yeah. we're doing tonight. Oh, we're going to go watch that Young and the Restless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, the yeah. fuck to the front! Young <laughs> and the Restless! <laughs> and then all their songs are great, but they are also kind of all about just old people. People fucking old yeah. white people Tiffany, fucking on TV. I miss you. Yeah, I think yeah, they, yeah. Like in Dead Ramones by Modern Life is War. It's all about that. Dude, yeah, mm, they, sure. the breakdown is like yeah, we're yeah. the young and the restless. Uh, did you uh, uh, those telenovelas? Is mm-hmm. that what they're right? Was there any of those that you loved? Um, I remember watching uh, Bet- Betty Lo- Ugly Betty, but the Spanish, the Colombian yeah, yeah, version, yeah. Betty La Fea. I remember there was one. I can't remember what it was called though. It was about a woman who like works in the coffee industry in Colombia. And she's basically like a single woman. And I remember being very nice, but I can't remember what it's yeah. called. Yeah, um, there was when we was uh, when I worked at the Blockbuster mm-hmm. in I, I worked in South Omaha, which is a predominantly Mexican neighborhood. And so we had like you know we had Blockbuster videos, but then we had like massive walls of just like every telenovela, every Mexican uh, uh, sitcom, uh, soap opera, movie, everything. Uh, and so like working there just all day long you'd just be seeing these titles and you'd be like oh yeah that's that lady from that yeah. other thing and you're like oh she's getting better she's getting into bigger movies and stuff like that it was I kind mean, of a weird thing to like pick up slowly as right, time over time I remember I mean recently uh, I think Mero tweeted that somebody's doing like bootleg t-shirts and one was one of the best telenovelas I've ever seen which is um Dos Mujeres Un Camino, which mm-hmm. is like two women, one road. Yeah. And it's Eric Estrada. And it's oh, like, nice. I remember watching that because he's, he's married to this woman, but he's also dating this girl. I'm like, that's sick as hell. I want to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, it's like, I'm like, now I remember, I'm like, I got to buy that t-shirt. Totally, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I remember watching that one a lot with my parents. There's that show now, uh, uh, Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Uh, and it's like written, it's in English, but it's written like that. And my wife fucking loves it. Like, cannot stop. Like, and I'm like, literally, I'm like, you should just go on Amazon, watch some of these old, like, they're all there, all these, yeah. I was like, I bet you'd like them, they're just, you know, subtitled, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they're very horny. Uh, yeah, horny. Hispanic television like, is, I remember being, high I, stakes and stuff. When I was in Colombia, I, I lived there for a little bit. The, the Where sh- in Colombia? Bogota? Um, I think I was living in Pereira. Okay. Um, I know one place. Yeah. You know? Uh, which is <laughs> not, is, is like a three hour flight from what I remember from Bogota. Sure. Um. I remember there was a shampoo commercial and we were just sitting there and just full on tits. And yeah, I was like, hell yeah, yeah man. Hell I love yeah, South America. Hell I used yeah. to watch, man, I used to watch. I'm sold. I'm yeah, right? Buy that. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to watch, um, uh, uh, on our cable package, I would always watch, uh, what's it called? Uh, 
Telemundo? Telemundo, yeah. Yeah, all the time because they would always wear like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And and they didn't, and they, it was always horny like that, you know? And you do, and it'd be like a always talk horny. show and they'd yeah. jump up and start dancing around. I'm like, this is God's thought, yeah. country. I love I'd, it. I'd just be like channel surfing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's And a you're very... flying through, then all of a sudden you see like two hot girls doing a thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, and you go around. right back and it's just yeah, uh, it's great. a talk show segment, a Mexican talk show segment. We also one time watched X-Men, the first X-Men movie, the whole movie in Spanish once. And uh, my roommates in college, because it was it was good, it was great. Still, it's X Men still, and it's subtitle, whatever. But the best thing was whoever did the Wolverine voice was like so nothing like Hugh Jackman's voice, yeah. and I don't know why, but like his breathing, like part of the thing was as if they're like, oh, Wolverine breathes really heavy, mm. so he'd like deliver a line, he'd be like, get out of here, bub, and he'd be like. <laughs> And you're like, do you think he has like a mouth problem? He's I, like Darth Vader. What I, is happening? You know, I love the uh, uh, He-Man. Uh, oh, love it! Yeah, in Espanol. Yeah, the the Skeletor on there has just got. Uh, he's got that same Skeletor voice, but mm-hmm. he's doing it in you know yeah Spanish. Spanish. So it's got this whole extra bravado to oh, it, I love and it. it's just beautifully hilarious. God damn, funny. that's fucking handy. Uh, what kind of music were you into growing up? Because you seem like you got that thing where you seem like you'd be like a punk guy, but I don't know if that's true. Because everything kind I can never tell anything else. I don't. I, I whatever my brother was it's hard to pin to, down. Undefeated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my brother was like my my kind of uh, introduction to. He was like my tastemaker. He yeah, taught cool. Me what yeah, yeah. Was cool. That's what a lot of. That's what yeah. all brothers. Did are he for. play hockey yeah. too? Then uh, for a minute, but he mm-hmm. got really into computers and like oh, uh, cool. doing Nerd like yeah, graphic yeah, design yeah. stuff yeah. and like graffiti stuff. He's in prison now, right? He was a hacker. I guess. Uh, I loved the Wu Tang Clan. Sure. I, loved, I saw you have a tattoo. Of I have Wu Tang tattoo. Yeah. Um, I loved um, Lit and Three Eleven. Yeah, baby. And like, um, I'm trying to think what else I liked. I swear to God mm. that if that Lit album, uh, somewhere a place in the, in the sun, sun. A place in the sun, yeah. if that came out like fucking today, it, people would go crazy and be like, "Oh yeah, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is like a pop punk perfect album." But uh-huh. since it came out in that weird heyday, yeah. And you know that Tim McGraw released an, an album with the same title like three weeks later. Oh, it's a famous movie, Isn't too. Isn't that crazy? A Place in the Sun? Yeah. Mm, so weird. Uh, um, somebody's got to write a blog about it. Yeah. You know? um, but then I liked like uh, Guru and like Eric B and mm-hmm. like some like mm-hmm. more like uh, like Nas, like like late, yeah, yeah, early yeah. 90s hip hop I really yeah. like, yeah, yeah. kind of dug. Oh, the greats too. So. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I wasn't like a huge music guy. I don't really okay. give a shit. The uh, the joke of the show now in the last couple months is how I got into Wu Tang uh, really hard uh, about a month ago. You yeah, know? like in the last couple months, right. and it's so weird to be thirty four and just being like, "You guys know Wu Tang rules, right?" And yeah. everyone's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, we all know." <laughs> have you do you listen? Uh, have you listened to Liquid Swords? No, I've only listened. I've listened to the two, the first two albums, mm-hmm. just continuously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I haven't gotten into anything fast past that yet. So you should really check um, out Liquid Swords. But yeah, I want to. I just. Like a plane on planes, yeah. it's so and it's long, and so I honestly like I don't if, know when any song starts or ends. You know, it's all just one big. It's like, like a if piece. Ready Player One was hip hop. Kind, yeah, kind of totally. Uh, they do reference all the nerd shit that I loved. You I, know, yeah, and it's like I think that what like because a lot of white people enjoy Wu Tang. I think what yeah. one of the things that it, that kind of like scratches the itch for white people in this, and I'm you know I'm saying this is someone who likes hardcore and likes like. A, a, a harder music is they kind of feel like a hardcore band kind of yeah, oh, yeah. Totally. kind of feel like a, a more aggressive well and i'll say that and they do definitely i mean of course we, they deal with it but like i grew up on a farm in iowa uh-huh. but like uh so like when i would listen to like nwa i can't i can't relate right. to, it's just like when i would listen to like super like uh chris ledoux i'm like i'm not a rodeo i can't get into that i don't know that world but like Wu Tang was talking more about like like they literally dropped video game references and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I bet if I was a kid, I would have got super into this at sure. that time, yeah. you know? 
Uh, and then also they would have, that would have been like a good ease into the culture instead of like, fuck the police. And I'm like, oh, this is just a, so a world that I'm not used to yet, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because I'd go to like the record stores and it'd be nothing but rock band t-shirts and, mm-hmm. then, and then the Wu-Tang yeah. t-shirt in yeah. there. I also thought Wu-Tang sucked because they, Method Man was in that fucking Fred Durst song and I knew Limp Bizkit sucked. So I was like, oh, I bet they suck. Oh, you know? oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, bad, my, bad on my part. I shouldn't have made that connection. Yeah, because that Method Man Red Man album came out at the same time. Yeah. It was, How it was, High is great. Yeah. Garden State's really good. Method Man's in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's a great actor. He is a great actor. Must be all the method. Method acting he's doing, yeah, for oh, sure. Um, Does it again. That's, that's undefeated. what the show is. You know? Undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Third episode. We're really flying today. Uh, okay, so uh, growing up, uh, when did you guys, when did you... So you just stayed in Florida, graduated in Florida and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. When did you live in Columbia? Um, when I was like nine, we went to Columbia okay. for vacation. We kind of like stayed there a little bit longer than cool. expected from my memory. But like we went there like two or three times when I was a kid. And one time was just like for the whole summer. Yeah. Was that fun? Did you, do you have like family and stuff there and yeah. make friends there that you don't know? You know, that yeah. You, yeah. That's I cool. mean, a lot of family. I did see two people die. Oh, um, well, okay. You got a lot of problems. But it was know? still very sick and cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, cause that's the thing that I always thought was when I was a kid, we go on vacations and stuff like that, but we never left the country. Right. And so I think it'd be ran, I've traveled abroad now, but like, I think it'd been cool if you get to go to another country, but you also get the benefit. It's just like when friends move to come visit New York now, mm-hmm. they have like me and my wife to show them around. Mm-hmm. It, that's what I think would be cool is if you could go to another country where you have family built in, built in connections, built in friends. And then you kind of get to experience it a little different than like a tourist, you know? A yeah. little bit. But then there's yeah. that thing where it's like, oh, we got to go see your second cousin's husband. Like, I don't fucking know this guy. Yeah, I'm going to waste one of my whole days to sure, see, see sure. a fucking person. Uh, Have you been back then? I haven't been back since I was like nine. Yeah, yeah. wow. You think about it? Not really. Nah, yeah. Well, it's hard. I would like yeah. to, the only reason I would go back, or not the only reason, but like, well, I would recently, I would like to go back with my immediate, my brother, my sister, Sure, my that'd be a fun dad, trip, yeah. A little trip back. Because I remember Vox put out this video of the, this guy who went to Columbia and he had like three little videos and I got very nostalgic and it mm-hmm. kind of like hit me harder than I expected. I was yeah. like, oh, I should go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I kind of hated being Hispanic. I kind of yeah. didn't like, oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't. Um, like uh, associate myself with anything that was Hispanic. I didn't see myself as a Hispanic person, and I got older and I started embracing it more. And it's like, okay, totally, yeah. this is who I am, and it's and, and I feel like that's probably yeah. the experience of a lot of uh, first generation, first generation people growing up in the U.S. from wherever they're from, mm-hmm. uh, because it's got to be hard. I mean, in yeah. your school, maybe in South Florida it was a little easier and stuff like that, but like I, every kid I know that was not just strictly your white European growing up in Southwest Iowa, fucking had it, yeah, went through it for a while, you know. It's like ugh. my one of my issues is the fact that I don't look Hispanic at all. So like mm-hmm. even when I was there, I didn't. I always, I, I never really. I felt always kind of like a you don't belong. Here. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. then when I was in South Florida for the majority of the time, I went, I lived in all black neighborhoods and went mm-hmm. to all black schools. So I stood out a ton there. So I always yeah, kind of yeah. felt like oh, wow. a weird kind of disconnect. On an experience, yeah, you, got, you got a lot of good uh, bits about all of that too. So yeah, 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 yeah. You do stand up comedy now. What led you? And this isn't. We don't. It's not a comedy podcast. But right. what led you from fighting to podcast or to comedy? Well, I, I've. Or I were wanted, you just always funny? Always kind of. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do. I wanted to be same since I was like eleven years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And I've, I then I, you know, I've, I've always really enjoyed athleticism and, and being. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've, I've learned that like, that's my meditation. That's yeah, what yeah, I really yeah, yeah. enjoy. So like. When I moved here, I moved here silently with the 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 the, the idea to start stand up here. Cool. But then fighting came out of nowhere, and I'm like, uh, I can only do this for so long physically. I can yeah, do stand up yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I was scared. I was scared totally, of starting totally, totally. stand up. Um, so like I had to like become an undefeated cage fighting champion until I had this courage to do fucking stand up. That's comedy. so funny, but I get it. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, 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 fifth grade, I was, I won funniest kid in the school. Nice. Senior year, I was most humorous. Like, that's funny. It's always what, been who I am. Were you, uh, what was your, what would, what comedy was your, were you attracted to when you were a kid? Was it like stand? Was there a certain standup who like you were like, oh fuck? Or I love Freddie just- Soto. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he would just do the. This is what my parents sound like. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. What my dad sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hell yeah I love Freddie Soto. I remember watching uh, that first fucking Dane Cook half hour. Of was course, nuts. yeah. Everybody oh, yeah. loves that with the drum um, set and everything. Yeah, I will black- punch a beat in the yeah. face. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the, when he does the alien thing. And he just jumps on mm-hmm. the, the table and pours water on himself. I'm like, yeah. this is the craziest thing I've ever it's seen. It's so yeah. funny to go back and watch any special that I was super connected to or any set that I was like, before, like when I was like 20 that I was in love with, to go back and watch it now with like a, almost like a decade of comedy in my head and you're being like, oh, he's nervous here. Oh, that, that didn't yeah, work yeah, yeah. the way you yeah, want it, you know? And you watch the faces and you're like, oh, fuck. It's Mike so and I weird. Uh, rewatched the Nick Swartzen half hour, the oh, first yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> A, a couple really good bits and B, you're like, oh, you're like four years into stand-up right Totally, here. totally. Yeah. You're you're like, you have some good bits. You're, yeah. You're, you know, you're, you're okay. Well, that's a huge thing and ugh, I, I'm sure we talked about this in the stand-up episode, but that's a thing that is a benefit of right now being in this weird comedy boom that we're in, but like every comedy... Every Comedy Central half hour that came out from like 2000 to 2006 or 2007, most of those people are three, four years into comedy. Mm-hmm. Like if we, if, if all three of us at the level we are now, we would, if we were at that period, we would have been getting juice. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that there's so much more there's comedy so much, now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a lot of benefits for us too. We can totally. do things like this and fucking, you know, have a Patreon where people give us money every well, month. I and feel stuff, like but those, what, what Comedy Central did back then by just mm-hmm. showing those over and over again, kind of produced exactly all these kids that want to be comedians that are doing comedy now. Totally, totally. I remember watching, you know, Pablo Francisco's Half Hour. I remember watching, yeah. uh, you know, all of these just being played constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And falling well, in love with Friday it. night, it was on nonstop. And then, yep. it, uh, I mean, it was one of their programming fillers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They exactly. owned all the stuff. And then they would do those, like, the remix shows and stuff like that, too, where yeah, it'd be like, here's dating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even those, but the one, there was a show that was on during the day when I was a freshman or sophomore in college. That was just, it was like remix is what it was, comedy remix. Mm-hmm. And I remember. it would be like the theme of the show was dating. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. would show like a bit from somebody from like Caroline's Comedy Hour from 1988 on yeah. dating. And then they would show a 2003 Dane Cook bit on mm-hmm. dating and stuff. And Brian it would just Reagan bounce around. like a yeah. fucking blue suit. Totally. Hey, and yeah. the and the images would all be totally different. But then. And you also had shorties yeah. watching shorties, shorties or Dr. Cats yeah, yeah, type yeah. stuff. I love that stuff. That's what I, I Dr. Cats saved me and so much because that was like when I realized how stand-up could be so conversational and stuff, the way they do it on there, like, so oof, I love it. That's what we need is one of those animating people that can go around and start animating some bits. Yeah, totally. Put those out. I think people probably are. I wish we could, I wish we had a, an outlet like that now. Patrick you know? wishes he was an animator right now. I do. Now. Oh, really? I, I started Googling. I read a bunch of articles. I want to write a cartoon really bad. Oh, great. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? What's this fucking business we're doing? Uh, Whatever you want, man. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so you wanted to do stand-up, and then once you first started doing it here, I'm interested in things like that, because you're somebody who, when did you start comedy? December 7th, 2014. 2000, so yeah, so I'd been here about a little over a year, because uh, you were one of those people that, I, there's a handful of people like this, uh, who I saw, that was at the point where I was still fucking lost and like didn't know any, I didn't feel comfortable in New York around mm-hmm. that time. But then as I grew and felt started to feel comfortable, it was when you were probably starting out and progressing. And I think you're one of those people who went from being like somebody who was like, eh, yeah, he's fine, whatever, new comic, mm-hmm. to being really funny, what I think is a fast period of time. Oh, thank you. And that, and there's like, I feel like another person who's like this, uh, 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 Sherm Jacobs or another fucking mm-hmm. Jake yeah. Tom, he was one of those people too who like I saw and I was oh, like, Those All two right. guys ran a great mic. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yeah, you guys ran the mic. Maybe I that's why I'm that's putting what it. did it. 
that's probably what I'm putting you guys together in my head like that. And that was, uh, yeah. well, that was fucking hot. Thank you. Well, back that might then too. Though, so my first week of st- my first open mic was on a Sunday. I did I did Pete's Candy Store Monday. Oh, yeah. I did Cave that Brad Hagen hosted. Sure, sure, sure. That was a fun. And night. then I'm like, I gotta I gotta do another one. I gotta like mm-hmm. I know that if I stop, I'm gonna like let it die. And then on Wednesday, I I looked up like on free mic mm-hmm. something in a pine box, and I went. And two of my friends were like, hey, can we come? I'm like, sure. I don't know that this is an, an, an yeah, appropriate yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We go to Pine Box and it's fucking packed. And was that when it was Pat Casey and Casey? And Pat yeah. And Casey and Pat, they were so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And everyone was so good. Yeah. And I was like, not being called. I was. I, well, I would think I was one of the last comments. Just three totally, hours totally, Of in. course, yeah. I've never watched that much stand-up in yeah, one yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go up and I have these fucking dog shit bits and I die up there. Yeah. I don't go back to Pine Box for months. Uh, that's funny. I was terrified. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I started like, no, you got, don't be so fucking like, you know, again, fighting. Like, don't be a totally. fucking yeah, coward. Yeah, don't yeah. be a coward. I started going back and then like a couple months in, the they both had to leave and for some reason, they asked me if I could finish hosting the night. Yeah. And then Casey left and then Patrick took it over for three months. Yep. And then, the, or three weeks and like the, the three weeks he was he hosted it, he asked me to host it twice. Sure. And they just gave it to me. That, I literally think that Mike made me progress sure. in two years two, maybe jump two years in terms of, of my skill set just because I had to get better oh. because I, I felt like those shoes I had to fill yeah, were so yeah, big yeah, yeah. and I forced myself to do material up top yeah. that was new yeah I feel like there should and, and on top of that I mean all the like best comics all this comic, are going yeah. there and it's fucking three hours of them yeah I always yeah. thought, I always think, and, and I, so when I moved to New York, uh, and you also hosted a very good open mic, by the way. Uh, thank you so much. It was fun. Uh, I, ho- but when I hosted that mic, or not when I hosted, but when I moved here, uh, Pine Box was the first mic I went to. Well, and, uh, so, and when I, that was when Coco Zello was running it. Oh, but it man. was, but like literally, it was the, 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 the new comics that nobody really knew that were just hanging out in the back of the room was Casey and Pat and fucking Julio Torres and mm-hmm. Steve Whalen, all these people. And then like just watch, and then also like, uh, Andy Sanford was going up mm-hmm. and like, uh, you know, Megan Gailey would visit it and go up and you're like, oh, these are comics I know of. Yeah, yeah. And so like I, and it's one of those things where I can never tell if it's like, and hearing you say that, but then again, it's like, is it because we have this connection to it? I think it would be so interesting to have, you know, there's that book, the the UCB has the oral history. Mm-hmm. I would, I think there'd be a really interesting, not a book, but like a blog, the oral history of the Pine Box, Mike. Yeah. Because fucking like, uh, Joel Kim Booster ran it for a while and fucking everybody that's come, everybody that's ran it had a, an interesting experience. I've always told comics when they visit to go there. That's their yeah. thing. When people move here, that's always my advice. I was like, go hang out there for three months and it'll take you a while to get in, but then you'll be seeing enough funny comics and people that are good, you'll grow. Yeah. And I feel, I'm sure it's had its peaks and valleys. I've never been a let's go every week kind of guy because mm-hmm. of just my life. I was when I moved life. here because I lived in Bushwick. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you guys made a great like uh, environment, Thank especially you. for like new scared people I really wanted that yeah so. I, when, when, when I took it over from and, Casey and Patrick I was mm-hmm. so nervous because it was my favorite mic and I thought Casey was the funniest fucking yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. and my and Pat goal Pat does comedy too and Pat does same comedy great. occasionally <laughs> um, my goal was to not ruin it so I'm like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. My, my goal was a year I'm like mm-hmm. I want to do it I want to host it for a year and definitely not make it worse I yeah. think I might have made it better yeah. totally, I totally. don't. it's hard to tell you know but like I wanted to pass it along when it was at its best yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't want to be like, oh, it's bad. Now here, you take it. I feel I like that's like, such a, I feel like that was a, definitely a heyday of it from the, just my experience seeing mm-hmm. it uh, was when you guys were hosting. It was really great. Uh, and I like, that's the same attitude I had when I gave up my mic was because it was still like, I mean, we were still getting like 60 people every yeah, week yeah. and stuff and it was huge and it was going till four in the morning. But I was like, I know that if I know my own personality, 
that uh, this is going to start going down, and I just want to give it up when it's d- good. Yep. And so I pass it off to fucking Matt Anderson, and brother, I don't think anybody's ever crashed a train faster, you know? <laughs> like, two weeks later, there was, like, Jesus. 11 people, and it got over by midnight, you know? And it's, you're like, and well, it, all right. That, that is that thing where it's like, ah, oh, bummer, but also, like, it kind of feels nice to be like, okay, maybe I had something, maybe yeah. my, 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 my personality or my... my Support for the totally. comics was something that mm-hmm. they they kind of resonated with, and that, yeah. kind of, that feels does feel nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so well, that, I mean, that's really uh, interesting. Uh, not gonna, you know, but uh, you're one of the like nicest, like oh, fuck, you know, comedy's got a lot of like fucking, fucking sour, <laughs> fucking yeah, 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 yeah. people in it, and like. Uh, yeah, every time I've seen you, you're always like, "Hey, well, that's why this is fucking great." You know, fuck, especially in New York comedy and yeah. like things like open mics and stuff. Well, like the amount if you're of- new, you're scared to fucking talk to most people, and you know, when yeah, you, got you that need to have anchor person opening- where you can like walk up to somebody and not feel like you're just going in the corner to read mm-hmm. your joke book to your time. And up. the amount, but the amount of like hosts and stuff like that. Like when I first came here. I felt like there were so many mics where like the hosts were just so bitter and sour yes. and assholes. And it's like, you and then they wonder why have, the room sucks. Yeah. You don't have to do this. Nobody's God, forcing the people you to when do they're this. like, all right, well, let's yeah. get up here. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. Type. Mic and that's what and I thought. Always like, Pinebox has always kind of had that attitude. Uh, was like Coco Zella was a fucking maniac. who was just like, ah, let's have fun. Let's go. Blah, blah. Yeah. And then Casey and Pat have such a fun. I mean, you hear it on their podcast. They have such a yeah. chemistry. Uh, and then I think you and Jake were so funny together mm-hmm. and shit like that. Uh, and it's kept going. Like right now, is it? I think it's still Bahi and Mary, or mm-hmm. I think maybe they swatch off. But it's still, it's always had such a. If you keep a room fun, you're like, oh, good. That's what it should be. Like, ah, I just feel like a lot of open mic hosts don't realize that they're the the the, the leader of the room. And I always feel yeah. like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, captain of a hockey team. I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, to lead. Yeah. And it's like if I'm on my phone, they're gonna be on. The, they're gonna think yep. it's okay to be on their phone. Yeah, totally. yeah. I wouldn't look at my phone. I would watch. And laugh when I thought was something 100%. was funny, or like you know, like give you a noise when I, like when someone's like, okay, you're on. That's almost a joke. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I make a noise. I wouldn't just yeah. sit there silently. You know the cadence. Yeah, of a joke. Yeah. So like, I, I, if you're supportive, they're gonna be supportive. And I would say before every fucking se- uh, new group, I'd be like, you know, fucking try it to be on your phone. If it's if you're not looking yeah. at a bit, if you're looking at a bit, if you're mm. writing, I get. I it. think that's another reason why the pine box rules for, because no service, no service. I, I don't get service back yeah. there for shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and also what's funny about that room too is like having good hosts is so important because, and again, this could be me reading into it, but I think it's that room has like people know what people know Pine Box is a good mic and people always have known that and stuff like that. And it kind of, no matter who's hosting it, it does kind of start to die during like the middle of it and stuff. Oh, yeah. And so people are already so loaded going into that room that if the hosts were just walking through it in assholes, there'd be no reason to go there. Yeah. Well, once you, you know? get, once you got to about the third or fourth group. Mm hmm. That's when people start filtering out into yeah, 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 yeah. either the first two groups have left. Yeah. And then other people are doing the, well, I'm just going to hang out on the patio. Yeah, yeah. Have a beer or two. So And that's, and but then also like, I've, I mean, I've said it because people are like, uh, yeah, that's always my advice. Tell people when they move here, go there, you know? Yeah. And so some people would be like, oh, it's so clicky. It's hard to get up there. I'm like, well, yeah, but just keep doing it. And then also if you go in that second last group or last group and you have a fucking great set. You feel like a god. Totally. You'll get you know? remembered. And every, yeah, exactly. And everybody will start talking to you, you know? And then yeah. that's the biggest thing for here. Starting brand new or moving to New York to do comedy is just finding a fuck of people to like you. really fun in that room when you'd see like that road comic mm-hmm. where somebody from oh, out of yeah. town come in, like the LA guy Loaded doing, for bear doing and LA bits. It. And it's, yeah. you can tell it's all like road bits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
And we're like, nah. And everybody's yeah. like, this is an open mic. Come yeah, on. It's crazy. We're, we don't, we're not into this right now. It's nuts. Ugh. Yeah. Don't do your A. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I also think it's so funny. The, uh, uh, my first mic there, this kid was, uh, um, he was on all that at the end. He was like one of the cast <laughs> yeah. members of all that. And this guy came and I didn't know anything. Sure. I come to this open mic. I'm in New York City. I'm been doing it for two years in Iowa with fucking, there's nothing. And then I walk in and then all of a sudden there's this guy who goes up and he's like, hey, I was on all that for a couple of years. And I'm like, oh my God. And then he handed around a, the, the, the Kids, cho- Kids the, Choice the Award. Blimp. Blimp. Oh. He brought it and he handed it around and let everybody see it and stuff like that. And everybody took photos with it. And he had a bit. It wasn't even like a stand-up piece. It was like a... Can't you blow in it? Isn't it like a kazoo? It's a, no, it's not a kazoo. It's a um, kaleidoscope. kaleidoscope. Yeah. Okay. But he handed it around. We all looked at it. And he was reading a piece he had written because some guy online was buying it. And he wrote like a comedic piece about this award I that he I was selling this. on eBay. And his whole thing was about how that person was going to shove it up his ass. So at the end of the day, it was just this very homophobic long thing. Hell yeah. But in my head, I'm like... Comedy 101. <laughs> yeah. In my head, I'm like, this is a guy from TV. We're in this room. Uh, uh, I just had a Nickelodeon kid show. Here we go. This is comedy. We're doing yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. know? And fucking nothing for five years. Well, that's know? what's kind of defeating about New York comedy is like you can be in a room with successful people mm-hmm. but be very far away from success. Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was my only joke about when I used to do the... Uh, and I love it. I still like the room and stuff like that. The Greenwich Village Comedy Club. It was like you can never be physically closer and literally further from the comedy cellar mm-hmm. at that point, you know? It's like that's what comedy <laughs> is, you know? Uh, passing like David Tell and like Colin Quinn to go bomb for four people, you know? It's yeah. like insane. Uh, that's but it's also that's why that's the road that's, that's the funnest part that's too, the yeah. journey the other thing is seeing people like Joel Kim Booster who you're just standing at the back of an open mic with and goofing with and then a year later they're one of the most successful comedians on earth mm-hmm. and that's the shit that you're like okay well this is why we're doing it mm-hmm. this is why we're trucking you know somebody has a thing go viral mm-hmm. and it's like oh all ships rise in the tide you know I had a weird because I teach uh, I do I teach a bunch of comics MMA and personal oh, that's right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a weird couple months where like a lot of my clients were do, would have like weird pops successfully oh, yeah, I'm like yeah. I did yeah. it again you, I got yeah. another tastemaker that's hilarious that's hilarious yeah Joel I think um Fuck, who was it? Like Brendan did late night after we started training. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a couple. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Couple, yeah. It was I think very that's funny. Rad. Very funny. Would it be funny if all those kids you teach start getting obsessed, <laughs> and then you're like, "What the fuck? God yeah. damn it!" Yeah. Uh, God damn. Uh, okay, so I've heard about landing a successful role, but bing and dong dong. So when did you start doing teaching? Just right after, around the same time you started comedy, or? Um, I made it. Cl- I. <sighs> I got very lucky because my gym is very small. Mm-hmm. And, and do I, you own this gym or no, do you work mine, there? No, my instructor owns Your instructor, the gym. I okay. work there. Um, I made it clear to my instructor that I was very interested in in teaching. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to do as much. I wanted to be on the mats as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then little by little here and there, he would like have me lead the warm up, mm-hmm. or he would he would always demonstrate the techniques on me. Mm-hmm. He he would he 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 got sick once. And he's like, I need you to just yeah. do, do teach whatever you feel comfortable teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I would help with the kids classes. And then like three years in, he would let me just do it one kids class a week and mm-hmm. it's like it just snowballed and snowballed that's cool and snowballed. yeah till now i think it's been three years without oh maybe yeah three years without another job it's, yeah. it's been my only thing that's amazing yeah uh it's like the the honestly the true thing of like doing what you love and you oh, yeah. also have the benefit of you're doing kind of like two careers too you know yeah it's weird yeah it's, it's i feel very selfish but it's like eh, yeah no oh, it's great yeah 
Uh, goddamn. Okay, so when you were growing up, I the thing we always like to talk about. Curious is uh, what was it like? Uh, South Florida is there like a snack or is there like a food that's really like built in down there? What's something that, like the second you go home, mm-hmm. what do you want to get right away? Well, there's two things. Okay. A there's a grocery chain called Publix. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they are notorious for their sandwich subs. Yeah, 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 their yeah. subs. Um, I'm vegan, so I don't sure. really get to enjoy the crispy chicken sandwich, which is very, very famous. How long have you been vegan? 10 years. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so Sounds I, like about I, the time you started fighting? I, when I moved to New York, kind of yeah, like a lot. like, I'm out. I became I it. a fighter. I became sober and I became vegan. Oh, really? Like sober too. Yeah. yeah. All at weeks. the same time. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, when I go back home, literally the first stop is Publix mm. and I'll get like a, a veggie sub because yeah, it's yeah, still, yeah. for some reason, still yeah, makes sure. me feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I go to Arby's, because I'm a vegetarian, yeah. but I go to Arby's and I'll get uh, just the bun with their hot cheese sauce on it and oh. curly fries. And that hits the same thing. That's the thing. thing. It's yeah. more of an emotional Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, the, and, yeah. A, and you're smelling all the you other put shit. put the fries on the sandwich? Sometimes uh, I'll put the hor- horsey sauce on it. with the, uh, So it's like horsey sauce and cheese and mm-hmm. then you just have fries and... I've never been inside of an Arby's. What's horsey sauce? It's just like their... A horseradish kind of a yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like their, their, their special sauce. Is it sauce. called horsey sauce? Yep. I think so. That's, that's what we always adorable. called it. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, we always called it. And then the second thing is I would have my mom make uh, arepas. Okay, what's that? Uh, it's like a corn flour pancake that's savory. Oh, yum. I love that. And usually, a lot of times it'd be like just butter or melted cheese on top. Mm-hmm. I just do avocado on top. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I've, term, I've had those. Those are really they're great. Good. Yeah, there's a place. There's a couple places uh, here. One in Williamsburg called Caracas, which mm-hmm. is like a Venezuelan version of. That's oh, the capital of Venezuela. Yeah, capital yeah. of Venezuela. And there, I know a you song. get meat in them too. Sometimes you I get mean, meat in them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a place called uh, Guacoco, mm-hmm. which I think is also a Venezuelan place, but that's a more in Bushwick. But like, I'll go occasionally to like you know scratch that itch. Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah, this that's is kind of cool. There's yeah. a chimney place right next to my uh, uh, chimney tree place. Uh, Oh, chili, like a, ch- a Chilean. Ch- uh, Listo Jimmy or whatever, the little, the sandwiches with like uh, uh, coleslaw and then oh. meat and a sauce. It's okay. a Venezuelan mm. place. Oh, like a Venezuelan sandwich? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple little sh- shops here That's right sick. in Ridgewood, but they also had those. Uh, yeah. 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 I'll have that the, same that same like kind of when I need to scratch that itch, and this is sounds like a joke, but it's not. Is I like to go to Popeyes and get a uh, corn on the cob mm-hmm. because it just tastes just like a corn on the cob that was made like my mom made it or something like that, uh, and that just makes me feel very at home in Iowa. And then sometimes if I'm having the panic attack, well, you just get a corn on the cob there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. so funny. Do they charge you? They're like just fucking take it. No, yeah, they <laughs> give me money. Sometimes I'll get a biscuit too. You know? All right, there you go. Uh, but I uh, and then the other thing, Hemson, this is what I do when I have panic attacks. Is uh, or like if I'm having a really bad panic attack after work or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I go to Target and I'll just go get lost in a section of Target and I'm like, all right, I can breathe. I know how to be in a Target. You know, I like the toy section. Yeah, that always works too. I always like going to the toy section, checking up on everything. Yeah, I like a clothing. I just like being because the Target feels very like I can be anywhere. And mm. I'll, I've done that on the road too when I'm like freaking out and I'm like, all right, it's guys, like an embassy for you. Yeah, I'm taking an Uber. I'm gonna go to a Target. I'm gonna get a nice <laughs> coffee from Starbucks and now I can breathe for a second. You know, yeah. sick. Because uh, so sometimes you gotta be reminded of where you come from. You know. Uh, I come from Target and Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, goddamn. Uh, and then what do you cook? Um, yeah, there's a couple. Like I, I make myself my uh, brec- breakfast every morning. Okay. And What's there's your like breakfast? Cup. I do oatmeal with like a bunch of shit in it, like mm-hmm. the, the pumpkin seeds and chia seeds and goji berries and coconut oil. Okay. Um, and peanut and uh, almond butter. And then I'll do like a, I'll cut up an orange and then I'll make uh, avocado toast with this stuff called Dave's Killer Bread. Oh. Which is like five grams of protein per slice. So. That gets yeah, me going yeah, every morning. Yeah. Um, and then like there's a couple meals I'll make. Mostly just like steamed vegetables. Okay. A lot of steamed vegetables. You just eat real tight. Not really. Not, no, not, not crazy. Like not like crazy. Uh, I do. I eat Beyond Burgers like crazy. Love them. Love them so much. Because um, they're very easy to make. 
protein, fatty. Mm-hmm. It just it tastes good. Yeah. Um, because when I was fighting, I had to be wor- I had to be so concerned about my weight. It kind of drove me crazy a little mm-hmm. bit. So now, like, I definitely have an aesthetic. I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to fulfill, and like, I I, I have to. I, my job is so physical. I have to yeah, be yeah, kind yeah, of in yeah. good shape to do it. But I'm not like I'll, I. I had some ice cream last night. Sure, sure. I'll have a soda occasionally. Yeah, I yeah. allow. I, I'm more willing to allow myself things, but like kind of that. I exercise like 37 times a week. Like, yeah, I can yeah, kind yeah. of eat anything. Totally, it totally. Yeah, that's kind of rad. Uh, I. Uh, I just had a, the other day, I got, I, our, my office has gone to uh, summer Fridays where we get out at 3 p.m. And Whoa. so, uh, yeah, so I got off. I went to the Paley Center. I don't know if I talked about this on the show. I went to the Paley Center, uh, which is like five blocks from my office. I'm right there by 30 Rock. And I go to the Paley Center and they have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles exhibit. So I walk around this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles exhibit, which is fucking crazy. And it's so small, but it's so cool. Uh, and then I walked up a couple blocks to uh, Central Park, walked around Central Park a little bit, realized where I was, you know, because in your head, I'm just walking New York. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not too far from Columbus Circle. So then I go to the Bear Burger at Columbus Circle, just Love have a burger. fucking huge Impossible Burger, uh, fries. And then I'm done eating. I'm listening to a podcast with John Mulaney talking, you know, I'm like, I'm having a good time. And then I look at my phone and it's still 4.30. It's beautiful. not even the time I'd usually, usually be off work out. on a Friday. That's fucking beautiful. Uh, what a and I love it. I felt so great. And it's that kind of a thing, like just having a nice Impossible Burger, uh, feeling like a person, going to the park, you know? I was like, ah, fuck, I love it. It's a little Ninja Turtle. It's funny how often I say that where it's like, I just want to feel like a person today. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, you, we, we, as people who work for a living and are also creatives, you ba- yeah. we basically work doubles yeah. every day. Well, that's what a conversation I've had with uh, my wife a lot. And, and I a hundred percent get her. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm writing this, but like we'll be on the train or something and I'll be looking at Twitter and I'll be tweeting and she's like, what are you doing? You're, you know, and I, and it's hard to be kind of like, well, this is also kind of work. Like I'm kind of at work right Absolutely. now. Uh, but you, I, it, it being aware of that and fighting that too, because I'm supposed to be hanging out with my wife at that moment. Right. But like, it, it's so stupid how it's like, well, I could have a tweet that I put out and then that's the one that, you know, somebody see, you know, and so yeah. it's so dumb, but it's like, we're always kind of on. So it is good to have when you have those experiences. Like I do, a thing I'll do now a lot in the neighborhood is go take my dog for a big walk without my phone. Mm. And it's like no podcast. You're just listening. You're just walking. And I'm like, I think that's oh, it's so weird. So important and cool. Uh, the times when you're walking through the city mm-hmm. without, and you hear it without earbuds. Yeah. Which I mean, I, I, I kind of freak out every once in a while if yeah. I go out without my earbuds. But uh, some of those nights when you're just walking and I love picking up uh just like random parts of conversations. Oh yeah, yeah, walking yeah. Walking by and stuff. Well, like you know, there's another thing. Like, uh, and uh, this is a thing I've noticed a lot with like songs of the summer and stuff like that, especially in New York. Is like you'll like I remember this happened with the um, Carly Rae Jepsen song that was like the uh, I really, really, really like you song. Mm-hmm. Remember? I remember I was walking like across when I was walking dogs. I was walking one day and I didn't have my earbuds or whatever, and I remember hearing that song. And then walking like a few blocks and hearing that song again because it was like maybe somebody had it on their stereo. And then yeah. a couple blocks later, you hear it in a car and then you cut a corner and then you hear it in a thing. It's like, oh, th- it's this song playing in different aspects of it. But it's just that's what this song is right now. It's the song of the summer. It's just oh, and I'm experiencing it. The song of the summer for me rad. is always whatever the biggest uh, Puerto Rican trap song is. <laughs> yeah, totally. Of the is. year because you hear the hell out of it. You start yeah. to know it too. Yeah, and yeah, it's just, yeah. uh, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, God damn. Well, uh, it's about that time. Uh, Diego, fucking the listeners love you. The NFers, oh, they're wow. on board. They what think you're great. Uh, now, why don't you tell them where they can find you on the internet? Uh, this Diego Lopez at both Instagram and Twitter. Um, check out my podcast, A Little Time Podcast, where my best friend and I try and make another person our best friend. 
Um, that's about it. Is that a brain machine comedy yeah. network thing? Yeah. I know you guys record the same spots sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so that's fantastic. Uh, and then uh, and when does that come out? Oh, uh, every Thursday. Every Thursday. Oh, Goddamn. Yeah. So to uh, this coming Thursday, I'll be one. Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah. Goddamn. Thanks you so much for being Thank on the show. So much. You've yeah. been on the list since the beginning. And so, so it's so fun. <laughs> We're really been doing this lately. We're just knocking off all these people that we've always wanted to get on, but we like because of time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels so good. Now, pretty soon, we're gonna have to start asking strangers. That's again. what's so fucking cool about doing comedy in New York and then doing a podcast. Yeah, with yeah, 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 is, yeah. What this is our hundred ninth, ninth maybe episode. And I'm pretty sure we still got a good like oh 60 yeah, thirty people, people from that original list. list. Yeah, yeah. goddamn. Uh, thanks so much, man. Thank you guys. Uh, both great, great boys. Oh, that means a lot. Hell Where can yeah. uh, the listeners find you, bud? Reemcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. He's got it. Uh, you can find me there on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. Yeah. Uh, free comedy, second Friday of every month at House of Brick or Precious Metal. <laughs> That's the name of the place. Also, uh, we got a new sponsor. So the first Ooh. 25 people through the door get free beer. Hell yeah. Wow. So that's free comedy. That's free beer. God damn, and what a show. Just yeah. you host it? Anybody else? Uh, I host it with Hannah Boone and Gideon. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, what a show. Uh, God damn, and listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K H-A-S-T-I-E PatrickHasty.com for all upcoming shows. I think I'm just wrapping up Los Angeles at this point. Uh, so go take a look at that. Otherwise, I'm going to play. I mean, it's coming up but I'll be in uh, uh, Iowa, wow. Wisconsin. Coming wow. Up. Yeah, that's right, baby. Heartland. I'm going to Madison. Claire. Salt. If they answer an email, I'm going to Madison. Uh, so by, hey, maybe by this time it's booked, go look at my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to my website and it's like a fucking, I'm a construction worker now. I'm not even a comic get by some of this those, time. Get some of those squeaky curds. Hey, when's the uh, open mic in Madison? Wednesday nights. Okay, yeah. Wednesday night I'll be at the... Uh, classic uh, Pine uh, Box Anything night. else will be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's why they did it, you know? <laughs> uh, to homage. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, it's black and white. That's why it's an homage. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then uh, tell your friends, uh, go to the Patreon. Give us a buck. Give us two bucks. Whatever yeah, you yeah. want to do. Um, or just go some... to the iTunes and give us a uh, review. Oh, totally. A positive review on iTunes. Positive oh, algorithms. Send me a nude. They just, oh, that'd be great. Yeah. A nice picture of a rod. Mm. Uh, they, now, they just announced iTunes music is going away. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the fucking podcast they, thing's they going are. away. So then what the fuck have we been doing this whole oh, time? Oh, they're going to have a podcast app. Yeah, like, it's... Redoing maybe it. Maybe it'll give us a shot to start over, you know? Maybe get some, you know? Spotify. Uh, Joe Rogan's coming down. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's powerful. Yeah, too much. Uh, you heard about Joe Rogan. I, I want to say the uh, the last thing I wanted to say was uh, uh, the Patreon. And if you... Now, Diego, you're a big fan of what's it called? Uh, Biker Mice from Mars. Dude, number one. Two weeks ago, <laughs> I believe it was, we did that fun size about Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. Go to our Patreon right now. You can watch a video of us riffing over the fucking pilot talking about how much we enjoy this. That's yeah. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die, and as always remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Ah. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.